welcome to Vent 101, vocalizing every noted topic with a Christian twist. I'm Jill Bryant, your host today, and we want to welcome you to our podcast. Our vision is to win souls to Christ and help those who know him by giving them a fresh new perspective on Christian living and reading God's word. Our mission is to biblically educate people while growing in their Christian walk by answering questions that they are uncomfortable to ask in a church-like setting. You can also email us at vent underscore 101 at outlook.com for questions or comments. That's vent underscore 101 at outlook.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you. Continuing, uh, like I said, we're talking about surrendering to the will of God. I have a uh, scripture here. It's Matthew 16, 24 through through 27 in the uh, English Standard Version. It reads, Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will pro- would it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? For the Son of Man is going to come with his angels in the glory of his Father, and then he will repay each person according to what he has done. Uh, with that being said, uh, to the listeners, uh, think about how, if God is calling you, if, if, if the Lord is speaking to your spirit, uh, what is it that you have to do? What, how do, what do we do? I'm speaking to the panel again um, to deny ourselves. What, what, what actually do we have to do? Well, we talked about earlier um, about that flesh thing, mm-hmm. you know, our desire, what, what the, the flesh really desire, you know, our own way, our own will, you know, of doing things. So when we come uh, to the point where, you know, I'm not getting no word with this, mm-hmm. you know, so that's the surrendering uh, process. Mm-hmm. You surrender. And uh, I, I really want to share that scripture, too, and I'm glad you mentioned that, you know, because um, that is the will of God for us to deny ourselves. Amen. Um, in James 4 and 7, mm. it says that if we only submit our way to God, see, that's that's our entrance to surrendering if we submit ourselves to God and resist the devil yes then he shall flee from us mm-hmm. and so um with that what you what you was talking about that is our way you know of um just giving up and denying ourselves when we submit to to the Lord mm-hmm. you know j- just say here I can't do it you know and um and God he he you know he'll be with us you know he, he's sure to be with us yeah, that's the key right there. When when you get to the point, and I know there are some people out here that are listening. Uh, you uh, just you get to the point to where I just can't do it no more. I can't do it anymore, Lord. It, you feel just like uh, to re- reiterate off of what Antoine said earlier. You know, you feel empty inside. 
uh, we're, we implore you, ask Jesus Christ to come into your heart. Ask him in. Uh, uh, he will definitely, definitely uh, uh, make your life. It's a song that says he will make your life brand new and he will take care of you. You, um, uh, I can't speak on it enough because being out there, uh, I was a bitter person. I was so bitter and I was angry with God because he took my mother as a result of a car accident. And I'm quite sure that a lot of us uh, dealing with this pandemic, you know, the Lord has taken home uh, or a lot of uh, we know a lot of people that have gone home uh, or have passed. So it, it can make you bitter. It can make you angry and it can ask you, well, why is it that why should I submit to God when when one of my loved ones died? Uh, we can talk about that for a few minutes. What? What what do we talk? How do what do we say to someone that may have lost someone abruptly or due to this uh, pandemic with the COVID? Well, you know, it it amazes me how when something goes wrong or bad, they automatically blame God. Mm-hmm. When he's when the scripture tells that he's the father of good gifts. Mm. And but we'll blame him for everything that goes bad. But and then when something goes good, we give ourselves the credit. <laughs> we don't want to give God the credit for what he all the good things that go on in our life. We think we did it on our own. But he gets all the blame when things go wrong. Why did he allow this to happen? And when we learn how to accept what God allows, when he start allowing things to happen, there's there's a reason. We may not understand the reasoning right now, but he has a reason. You know, I, I, I can look back on my own life. Uh, with, when my father passed, uh, it left my mother into a spot where she was by herself now because all, all, all of us were gone. Our, my family, my, my uh, brothers and sisters, we were all gone from home. So she was there left by herself. But instead of taking the bitterness part of it, she, she, she was uh, sad for a while. It, it took her about a year to get over it. But what happened during that time that she was mourning my father's passing, she began to read the scriptures more. Mm-hmm. And the more she began to read and God started revealing things to her and start, all of a sudden she became this person that, that was outgoing. She was never an outgoing person, but now all of a sudden she was going out witnessing the people. She was going to different churches, going to different things. So that allowed her to start communicating more with other people to start spreading the gospel. And that's what happens when when we start allowing, instead of taking that bitterness and using that root of bitterness, mm-hmm. if we take it and use it for God's go- glory, then all of a sudden things will begin to change for us. You know, uh, one of the things that... Uh, that happened uh, uh, to to me myself is that uh, I was uh, when I got saved, I was on the on my way home from work, working midnight, and uh, the thing that happened to me, I was on my way home, and I said, "Lord, I said I'm tired of going through these things here." And I said, "I'm tired of people in the church." I said, "I said people in church are so messed up. They're all messed up." They're, I said, "I don't even know why I'm going," and but the Lord says. But what did I do to you? Mm. And that hit me. Yes. Because all I could say was, you've never done nothing to me. You've always been good to me. You've always taken care of me. So it's not what he's done for me, but what he's done for me. And when I realized that he's done more for me than against me, and I realized he's he's willing to, to, to do all these things to help on my behalf, 
why wouldn't I want to serve him? And what did my serving cost me? Nothing. So I had to give up drinking. Okay. So I had to get out, give up running around. Okay. What did it cost me? Nothing. All it cost me was surrendering my life to him. Say, God, use me for your glory. Use me for the things that you would have me to do. And from that day on, and I told him, I said, you know, sometimes we get down to the point that we don't understand why things are happening to us for a reason. Maybe he's trying to get our attention for yes. something. You know, and, and it took me to almost die to before I got he got my attention because I got I was at work one night and we had carbon monoxide on the job which we really didn't pay attention to because they always went through a stack and vented out on the roof. Well this night it was frozen and the carbon monoxide was down low. And it was right where I was, and I'm on the second level of the uh, building. And I ran into it, and I felt myself getting weak and scared because I'm, I'm like, oh, man, I'm getting, something's going on. I don't know what it is, and I thought I was going to die. And I made it to the stairs, and I tumbled down two flights of stairs out into the middle of the street. And just so happened no cars and trucks would come back. We always had cars and trucks running around that all the time, but nothing happened to me. And I said, God, if you allow me to get through this, you'll never have to worry about me praising and worshiping you again. Mm. And from that day to this day, I've never had a problem of worshiping God. And I will give him the praise for everything that goes on in my life. And these are some of the moments that we had to reflect on. It could have easily took the bitterness of it and said, no, he tried to kill me. No, he didn't try to kill me. He had to, he had to, to, to save me. From my own self, really. That's, yeah, and that's what yeah. it winds up being, saving us from ourselves. It's just like the seed. If you ever notice a seed, a seed has to die before it can grow. <laughs> and when we learn how to die to Christ, we begin to grow in Christ. And that's yeah. the things that we have to understand is everything is not for your detriment. It's for your growth. Yes. And when God begins to use you and, and, and start, you start seeing your growth in yourself, Man, what a powerhouse that you can be because the potential is already there. Mm-hmm. All we have to do is learn how to unleash the potential God has already placed inside of us. Amen. Now, that's the, that's definitely true. And as you continue to grow, um, one thing I realized, too, is um, when you go through this walk and you continue to grow when those times of adversity come, you actually know how to handle it and take it better because you at that point you start really, truly relying on your faith in God and relying on God. So, and, and that goes like to what, well, I know for me, because I used to be notorious for putting God on the shelf when I was younger. I'd go, I'd be down and I'd get back up and I'd put him right back on the shelf as soon as i get back up. But then when I'm down, I'm like, Lord, please help me. Lord, please help me. <laughs> the next thing you know, he helped me out. I got you again. Then yeah. I put him right back on that yeah, shelf. That's true. But then it got to the point where it, it was a time in my life where it felt like I was, ab- like he was absent. And if I felt he was absent, but he really wasn't. He was still watching yeah. me through them through them times. And sometimes you may feel like God is absent in your life, but just ask for him to reveal himself and ask him what is he trying to show you. Because a lot of times we go through those things is to learn something from it. It's adverse times come just mainly to learn from it. And a lot of times it can be from our decisions. So you have to make sure that you're making more Christ-like decisions too as you um, walk on this earth. Because as, as they stated earlier, this is a short time. This flesh is very temporary. 
the main thing we striving for is eternal life. Yes. So the, these earthly pleasures are nothing compared to eternal life. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're ultimately looking forward to. Amen. Yeah, because we definitely are living in the last days. That's a completely different subject. But we are, uh, time is winding up. And uh, that I believe that that's why the Lord instructed uh, instructed us for with this podcast is to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. So if you could uh, just think about accepting for those of you all that uh, have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Just try them, at least try them. And don't hurt to try the Lord. The one thing that I know I've heard a few times is people... If, let's say, for instance, if um, if things don't don't go that way, at least you tried God. But a lot of times, people are like, well, what if your God ain't real or such and such? Well, if he's not real, I rather I rather be on my side if he is real. I put it like yeah, that. that. Yeah, I rather be on his side because um, uh, you on the opposite side, then uh, you're gonna be in a world of hurt. Yes, yeah, and with that too, we have tried everything else. And just ask yourself, where did it get us? Yeah. You know, where did it get us? And um, with that, too, um, our mission is uh, to try to win souls for Christ. And so at this point right now, I just want to read a scripture, too. Um, and I'm just so proud of these young men. First yeah. of all, I just want to say that that's in the studio Amen. and how they experience uh, the presence of God in their lives. Um Salvation is real. Jesus is real. But I want to read from Romans, uh, the 10th chapter, and I'm going to start at the 8th verse. And it says, but what shall you say? The word is near you. Uh, so if you're hearing us, that means the word is here for you. The word is near you, even in your mouth and in your heart. And that is the word of faith. And this is what we preach. Nine says, if you confess your with your mouth that the Lord Jesus, if you confess with your mouth, and this is what we need to do, you know, in order to receive him, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Thirteen says, for whosoever called on the name of the Lord shall be saved. This is you don't have to do anything. You don't have to pay for salvation. You don't have to turn flips. You don't have to do anything. It's just believe it because God is going to be with us. So we invite you now, if you don't know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, this is your moment. This is your opportune time right now to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And I guarantee you, your life will never be the same. Yes. Just try him. That's try him. You, 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 you know, we, we, um, you know, we we got friends, families and stuff, and they, they'll come around, you know, and that's how people easily get on drugs, you know, because they'll say, let's try this, let's try this right here. Try this right here. So if you got if you got a mind to say, let me try this because I never did that before. And once you try it, guess what? You hooked. But see, that's the way that the devil wants you to go. Mm -hmm. But God said, now try me, just like my young brother said here. Try him now. We done tried everything else. And it have failed us. So so try Jesus. Amen. Try as, Jesus. As for me, the thing that hindered me in surrendering was forgiveness. You know, and 
And if you keep holding on to that forgiveness and not forgiving people, that's what truly turned into the bitterness, you know, and it Amen. goes in the other aspects of your life, you know, because I believe personally people treat all relationships the same, whether it's brother to brother, husband to wife, father, mother to son and daughter. You know, I believe people treat our relationships the same, you know, so a big thing is forgiveness. You know, first you got to forgive yourself. You know, and, and don't walk around holding those grudges because I remember being that person to where it's easier for me to push that in the back of my subconscious than to get with that person and talk about it. Mm. And, you know, when sometimes yes. those, some of those people leave here, you don't get that chance. That's right. And that opportunity, you, say that. you know, and now you got to learn to live with that regret of not man, was I that stubborn? You know, why was I that bullheaded? You know, and those were some of the things, that was the biggest thing that hindered me was forgiveness. Amen. Amen. That's powerful. Forgiveness is one of the things that's actually very easy, and it, but we make it hard. And the thing about it, forgiveness can hold you back, too. It can hold you back tremendously in life. The one thing that, um, that I learned, especially about forgiveness, is the fact that when it comes to forgiveness, you choose not to forgive. It's not that you can't, it's that that's a, actually a choice. And it's like you want to hold on to that. And we've all been through that before. Mm-hmm. We've all been Amen. through that. That's true. Um, I've definitely been through it. I still struggle with that. I um I steady pray for that because of some things I've experienced in my past with certain people. But that's, that's in my walk, and I'm still praying and working on that. But just understand that forgiving, forgiveness is, is actually very easy. It's very easy. We just make it hard. Just let go. Let go Amen. of the past. Just um and move forward. Yeah. And I promise you God is God God has something bigger for you. Cause sometimes you block blessings by not forgiving people too. That you can block true. your blessings through that. That's true. Yeah. Amen. Amen. The uh scripture, you know, that I was just looking up here was uh we talk about the bitterness and so it's a root of bitterness. And the scripture in Hebrews twelve and uh 15, uh, actually, I'm going to start the 14th verse. It says, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord, looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby be, thereby many be defiled. And that's what happens a lot of times. We, we defile ourselves with the root of bitterness mm-hmm. because we let it grow inside of us. And so, you know, this is where we have to learn how to forgive ourselves. Forgiving your own self is a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, you know, I just want to lead us in prayer right quick. It says, Lord, I just thank you right now, God. Lord, if there's any right now, Lord, that is dealing with bitterness in their heart right now, God, any that's having trouble to surrendering yes. their hearts to yes, you, Lord, God, we pray you. right now, God, that you will lift their souls yes, up, oh God, lift their eyes up, lift their hearts up. Cleanse them right now, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you will give them a mind, oh God, to want to serve you, to seek after your face, yes, oh God. Lord, not just your hand, but your face, oh God, not for the things that you can give them, oh God, but what they can give to you, their service, oh God, their attitudes, oh God, their willingness to learn of you, God. You said, take my my yoke upon you and learn of me. Say, I will give you rest, oh God. And some people cannot rest because of the bitterness, God. So I pray, God, that you will let them have the rest that they're seeking after, God, that they will 
you, uh, allow you to, 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 to come into their life and speak to them, O oh God. Lord, I pray that if there's any old God that wants to be saved, God, I ask that you would save them right now, God. Lead them into your righteousness and into your kingdom, God. Lord, I thank you for this panel today, God, that you allowed us to speak, Lord. And Lord, that you will continue to bless it, oh God. Let your word go forward, oh God. And let your kingdom, oh God, spread wide, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, let it reach out and touch everyone, oh God, who listens to this. And God, we give you, we will give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. It's in Jesus' name we thank you. Amen. for tuning in. We look forward to having you back next week at Vent 101.